What's up, fam? This is Between Panels, the business of creativity. And I'm your host, Ashwin Chaco, aka Wacko Chaco. Between Panels is a show that explores the idea of turning your creative passion into a business. I will be presenting ideas and tips that have helped me in my career, as well as interview other creatives to see what their journey looked like. All right, John, welcome to Between Panels. Thank you for joining me on this awesome podcast. Uh, For the listeners who might not know, can you just introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Okay, Uh, my name is Jonathan Stephen. I am an illustrator in Chennai, India, which is South India. Uh, As as me and uh, Ashwin just just discussed before we started talking, I have been in the game for 30 years. I mean, sorry, 17 (laughs) years. Uh, yeah, um, it, I, I'm an illustrator basically. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. Uh, I'm also into, after a, a long time of illustrating, I realized that I'm really into storytelling. So that's the, the new thing that I'm trying. Um, what do you yeah. mean by that? Like, isn't uh, illustration telling stories anyway? How is that different? No, uh, one of the things, obviously, I'm, I'm, so there's a difference between an artist and a cartoonist. A cartoonist is just basically like a lazy artist. He just draws simpler, <laughs> everything simpler. So the lazy version of being a cartoonist is just like telling a story okay. without drawing. No, so I, <laughs> I kind of... Drawing. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just type it down. No. <laughs> So I just kind of, um, I realized that I could do, um, more if I, if I tried, you know, the whole pictures worth a thousand words, if I tried writing those thousand words down Okay. and I started, I only really, really recently started like reading, like really reading. Okay. And when I mean reading, I mean listening because I only do <laughs> audio books. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, uh, I'm not I'm not well read. I'm just a good listener. I, I've, I've um, and I've been kind of, uh, it 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 kind of fascinated me just how you tell a story with just words. Mm. And and I only started doing that because I wanted to. I I mean, I, you know, I've been trying to write and draw graphic novels for a long time. Yeah. And I, I realized my writing skills could use an improvement. Hmm. So then I started like just understanding storytelling. So I just started picking out stories that I could find that I liked. Uh, you and I both like Skaldagri. Oh, yeah. So there yeah, was like those kind of things. We just, just things that I thought, okay, it's not like I went and picked like, okay, these are the most, um, uh, successful authors and, and I, I just kind of went with what I felt I would like and then I uh, yeah I just I really was into like even when I draw uh, like a single picture like how you do like you always have a message in yours 
for me it's like it needs it needs a purpose mm. what i'm drawing yeah almost to a point where if i draw something and i look at it and says it looks nice but i i mean i i'm not saying anything with it it doesn't appeal to me right so and somebody told me um i had actually uh i forgot his name he wrote a graphic novel called the babysitter okay and it was on deviant art and i just kind of somehow ended up like getting his attention with just like a comment or something and he said that uh you know there's there's so much you can tell with just one picture mm and it kind of stuck with me so i started like drawing stuff that was like okay if i draw this is there like an entire story with i can fit into this one picture you know yeah nice. so even like the the on my instagram account when i'm doing this uh, i do this daily series called meanwhile somewhere in chennai it's actually just a lot of it is like stuff i see and i think hey there's a story behind that i mm. should capture it mm. and i just do that so yeah storytelling is really like a huge um like an instigator for me to draw yeah or for me like i love movies as well so anything the anything that has story behind it is like and i'm really interested in the fact that you know people can watch a movie and can change their perception of something sure sure like yeah, how yeah. parables were like parables like in the bible it was always you know big concepts were explained in parables and story yeah so and you know when you were kids you were always told like the moral of the story is or Aesop's fable <laughs> uh, fables basically yeah, yeah yeah exactly when you know there's all in in indian school they're always asking you know what was the moral of the story <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> so 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 i don't know stories have a way of uh um showing people things you know well so, i yeah i i've always found that stories um kind of will affect the heart you know like you feel connected yeah. via a story so that could shift your emotional reaction to a situation versus maybe just seeing something and you might be like you see something on the news and you feel disconnected you're like ah oh, that's not even related to yeah. me but then you might hear a story about that person in the news and then you're like oh i really feel for them you know and yeah even that... like the most interesting if you take an, a documentary that you were really interested in yeah. you have to know that the guy who edited the whole thing had to like come up with like a a way to tell it in a story form sure yeah yeah so like yeah so that's uh, that always interested me yeah you know? yeah so tell me uh, a little bit about like what it's been like to be an illustrator in india you know like when i was working there i found that my skill as an illustrator was taken for granted they're like ah oh, you do this for a hobby right you just do just do me one doodle right do do me some art for free basically that that was the expectation i always experience i don't know if it's been the same for you or were you able to set up a boundary or you know educate people on what it means to be an illustrator uh, like kind of walk me through your journey and like why did you choose to be a freelancer for 17 years now right <laughs> like what's been your yeah. like how did you make when when did you make that decision 
And then what kept you on that kind of path? I I have a problem. <laughs> I'm a, I'm like I've just decided that this is what I'm going to do and I'm sticking by it. A little stubborn maybe, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's also uh, a kind of if I don't do it, you know, I don't know who else would kind of it's I I think that's an artist kind of conviction that they have to do it. Right. It's just something that I don't know. It's like a uh something you're just born with or <laughs> you just have to you have to create and all of these um freelancing is just an avenue for you to create just a way to um when i started off just the fact that someone would pay me for me to draw something was was quite fascinating so i just kind of walked into a an agency and they i i i was telling this to somebody the other day I, when i started off all i had was like a a paper and a couple of pens i mean that was that was it there was a you wanted a black and white illustration of something and uh that's when it started and um what year was this about, <laughs> this year minus 17 that's 2002ish okay so it's like um yeah around little after uh, like off like little after college but okay. i was already kind of i was already kind of decided that i was going to do an mba and i also wanted to do interior designing okay so i did like a diploma in the interior design and an mba <laughs> and just because i thought i had like a couple of hours left in the day that i wasn't doing anything i decided i was freelance as well okay and when i finished my mba i realized that i had gathered you know i mean it, the mba took a while it was yeah. a part time so it was like 3 years okay so i had like a huge um contact base after that um you mean from just from decided, college is it okay no from clients clients okay no from after the 3 years of in freelancing that was just like oh, yeah. part time freelancing right so okay um so i would draw only in like classes were in the evening and in the morning I'd visit clients and draw so you just pitch Every, up at the office and be like hey this is what I do or like how did you get get into the agencies it's it's all i mean the agents advertising it's all about people if the the people who really are interested in you are the creative ones there and so it started off with this one guy asking me for a black and white illustration he moves to another advertising you know they're always moving around so he moves to another agency yeah now i've got two two agencies calling me right so in the second agency it was i mean and once you start really like gelling with the creative people there yeah they kind of um i mean that's where you're going to get your respect you're not going to get your respect from the the clients or the um the guys who handle the money or the other you know the um you know the people who handle the clients or anything they they they're they're in it for like the first question they ask you is like okay how long is it going to take and how much can you send me a quote yeah now it's now it's, it's a lot simpler now because it's like um those are the questions and you know if if they can't afford you then the conversation stops it you know 
But yeah. before it was like, okay, uh, you have to show me what you do. Sure. And then, then they'll see if it's worth the price. Right. You know, uh, there, it, there was a very long time back, a, a client where he, he specifically said, um, only after you finish drawing and the client approves it, will we pay you. Oh my gosh. That, that was only one, like very long time back. And okay. that was the deal that we had decided. So I said, okay, cause I was starting out. I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. Sure. Um, but otherwise it's, it's always been like it, it, the, I mean, the industry already has an illustrator is not a freelance illustrator is not a new thing. At least even when I was started off, it wasn't a new thing in India. There was at that time, there was nobody drawing digitally. Right. Everyone was like, you know, a traditional, you know, by, by hand and people would scan it and stuff like that. But, um, there was no like guy who was doing it in Photoshop and Illustrator back then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course. For India, for India. So, um, that was my only kind of like advantage. Cause I, I, I mean, for the creative team, they didn't have to clean up an image. They didn't have to, you know, edit something that needed to be scanned. Cause I'm giving them a PSD file. I'm giving them an AI file. Okay. They just put it to their layout. Yeah. So it's kind of easy. It was easy because I knew from from the brief itself what was what they needed exactly. You know, it's not like I'll give you an illustration and you decide. Then they have to figure out how to fit it into their layouts and stuff. Yeah. No, it, you you get everything. You get all of the like. This is the exact file with the exact dimensions, everything. So. Uh, that was like a big thing back then, like that I could skip a couple of steps and give you like a high res digital il- illustration. So when I started out, there were already like two other illustrators um, and they were much older and much more experienced. And they were s- like when I, when I sat down and I, I found out like I was in an agency and there was another another illustrator there at the time. And I was like, okay, this should be like a intimidating moment or like there are two, like, I don't know, two lines in the den or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, but it ended up being like, he just came up to me and said, oh, you're an illustrator. Hey, let's sit down. And we met and he, he showed me his style and I showed me my, I showed him my style and we were like, okay. Uh, you know, then he just took me aside and said, look, how much are they, char- how much are they, uh, you know, how much are you, uh, have they asked? you know, what's the price of these things and say, don't let them, he actually told me that you, you know, they don't let them cheat you with the prices and stuff. This is how much I'm charging. So let's don't go below that. Yeah. So it was like an interesting thing that I, I mean, I was like, welcome. There was not like a competition because yeah. honestly, like this is my style and this is some clients are going to want my style. Some clients are going to want his style. We're never going to be like, uh, really stepping into each other's territory. So then, so right after that, there's like someone calls me and then he asks me for like a traditional, uh, you know, painted hand painted piece. And I said, that's not me. Call that guy. And that guy, and I would get like calls from them saying, Hey, this guy gave me your number because he, I need something which is done in like vector. And he said, no, Jonathan's the guy to do it. Yeah. So it became that. So 
really it is really uh, even re- even recently um because i don't know the the amount of artists that are coming up in india are, it's it's huge the kids are are really um you know miles ahead of um what we're doing <laughs> and so like even if they don't know like um the business or they don't know like um you know this is how much i should charge and all that their skill level is huge right. so when you start like i started recently meeting up with a lot of um young artists and there's no they might be like a little like one one upmanship like even when i met you like right yeah. this is like i don't know ages ago when there was a point where we were like so this is how you draw this is how i draw yeah and then we just kind of encourage each other yeah so that's a really interesting thing about meeting up with other artists it really helps yeah i mean like yeah yeah when uh, when we met like you would have just seen like when i was starting out it must be a huge contrast you actually yeah. would have seen my whole journey <laughs> from start to where yeah. i'm at now yeah cuz i don't remember like you were talking about like hey what do you think of me drawing comics and i was like hey remember that comic you drew ages ago when you were in mumbai <laughs> that's a really thing yeah it was a good yeah and um there's just like uh yeah it's interesting to see like somebody else like evolve into like this is me cuz that's it's is necessary it's not like you start out saying it's i i'm like i'm actually like really uh uh interested in like if you look at like something as simple as like peanuts you know the comic yeah charlie brown never always looked the same there was a point where he kind of looked different and then they slowly changed over time even like garfield and all it was a little so it was like even then there's like always been like a artist need to kind of redefine or just fine tune their the way they do things mm, yeah yeah even now i'm kind of uh, if i draw something and it's like this is i could i could do this better i just throw it and try again <laughs> yeah because you you're constantly putting yourself in your art yeah 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 so even if it especially when it's like and i've it's it's strange cuz like when you start off so this is this is not a recommended path for everybody but when i started off i just took whatever job i could find like they said we need a realistic style and i said i'll do my best i can you know and i i went for it sometimes they were like okay this is you know i wasn't like probably not the their first choice probably their cheapest choice but at least you know i mean it was it, for me it was i needed i mean i took whatever jobs i could take so is it and, like a learning experience at that stage yeah so the so the big issue i like you were saying you 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 were actually asked like how did it how does it how does the industry treat illustrators yeah so only recently because because there were only like three of us at that time yeah maybe four um they asked for like replication of style yeah it, so the f- even now like the first thing that they ask me is like 
they they said they need an illustration so they call an illustrator yeah they don't they don't call like uh, oh i've got an idea where this guy's artwork would work yeah i mean yeah. that's just that's that's just starting because there are so many for illustrators now so mm. there's a kind of a you know you can pick so right now it's evolving into instead of those i mean it would be it would some people would be surprised to hear this but the first few questions i would ask is like okay when's the deadline second is like what style are you looking at mm. when the real question should be um like only only people who've known my work for a long time will say dude whatever you are doing no nah. that's what i'm looking for so are you no. saying you still are you're still doing stuff that is outside of your style uh, right uh, now or i mean now i have a wheelhouse now okay kind of like so if I, someone says i need like a oil painting of i just stopped them <laughs> sorry not the guy or if someone says i do like i it's been ages since i've done storyboards yeah but it's a there's a i mean it, there's a up and down to it the, the up is that you know it's good money and you kind of learn how to draw fast mm. how to draw perspectives and you know proportions and things like you you really because it's they're looking for like a uh a rep, uh you know representation of what's going to come on screen yeah so they so there has to be some amount of like realism to it so that's good it's, it's a, you learn but if you want to like be satisfied with what you're drawing uh only on a rare occasion where i know that i know the guy who's briefing me i do a storyboard cuz people haven't called me to do a storyboard in like ages cuz they kind of figure out okay this this is the guy to call for storyboards mm. this is the guy to call for vector illustration this yeah. is the, like so you know yeah yeah which is good this is a good thing you know and there was no <laughs> I sound really old when I say this. There was no Behance when I started, or at least I didn't know there was Behance when I started. Yeah. So nobody, there was no such thing as online portfolio. Yeah. Like yeah. Deviant Art was around, so luckily I could give people, but people weren't really asking for your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's now it's like your portfolio is the is the, the calling card. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you know putting yourself out there. and just you know waiting for people to call that's uh that's another thing that's another part of the process i guess yeah yeah, yeah. no that's interesting like it's like for me like it's moving out of india that i realized there is all these kind of rules and sets of things that have already been put in place for ages out here but we're mm-hmm. not being yeah, yeah. implemented in india you know um yeah. uh, like rules but, about I mean, licensing about uh, like even like for instance for me most of the time when i worked in an agency they'd be like oh you you just do the illustration i do the design i do all of them because i had it in my skill set to do all three yeah yeah, yeah. versus 
uh, as an art director being like, oh, this style would be great. Let's find an illustrator who has this style and ask him to do it. You know, you end up just doing it in house yourself. Yeah. Um, but I guess that then the the big thing about like artists is right now is that is my style relevant? You know, right. That becomes like a thing now, or like a constant like that haunts the illustrator. <laughs> now, is my style relevant? Is my style something that people are looking for? And those kind of things that I feel like. There was a time when um, you could, like in the early 2000s, you could tell, okay, this is the art, this is the illustration style that's in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because they would come out with like books. Okay. Like, illustration 2019. Like, they'd come out with this giant book. I, I must be still around. I don't know. It's, it's just that. Um, Agencies now they don't buy those books anymore. They just go online, right? But before yeah. they were like books. Yeah. So they would actually like just before I walked in, when like people were putting their work online and stuff. Just before that. Yeah. Agencies would find like would buy these illustrator, like book of different illustrations in the advertising business. Yeah. Yeah. They would show me a style by pointing it at the book. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like we want it like this, and I would like, um, I mean, so it was a really interesting um, time at that point. But especially now, um, now it's different because now it's like um, there are different. Before it was like uh, this is in right now we use it, but now it's like everything is almost like. Everything is in. <laughs> There's this thing where, like, now you could have, I don't know, an Instagram account and you just draw, like, embroidery on a napkin or something and you have followers. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody somewhere will decide, hey, I would like to print a book of all your napkins that you've done or something like that. Yeah. Or, like, hey, I'm, I'm in a coffee shop and I would love all my napkins to look differently. So, the highest, so there's, like, the possibilities now are just... Um, like everyone wants something different so now it's really interesting that everybody's got like an avenue now it used to be like no you're not you're not doing what illustrators are doing currently right so you so you're not gonna get work <laughs> now it's like hey draw the same face like 52 times and then maybe some will fall <laughs> it actually that, that might actually be a nice idea for an Instagram account. <laughs> the people are into stuff like that. People are into yeah. something different. So, you know, it's 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 uh, the f- interesting time to be alive and to be a freelancing. Yeah, I think for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I will. Say, so everyone's listening. Ashwin's always drawn a fox on a skateboard. It's always been his. <laughs> There's always been a fox on a skateboard. He's just started to look more differently late, slowly. And the format has changed and the way it's printed is different. But there was always a guy with a fox with a trucker's cap. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Sure. 
So, uh, were you always purely freelancing as an illustrator, or did you have to supplement your um, earnings with other side projects, or uh, were you I, able to sustain yourself purely from illustration-based jobs? No. Um, but I would say that it was my... Um, it was the biggest reason why my phone would ring. Right. But sometimes I would get a call saying, "Hey, you're a, you're an artist. Can you do posters?" Because <laughs> people people have like that's that's like the most like because that's all they know. So they'll just yeah. ask me those questions, blade like flat out. Yeah. So I, and at that time, either I would be like friendly to the person, or I would need I, I need the job. I need the money anyway, so I take it. Yeah. But it's not really, I've not like, at, at certain times I would have said, this is not my style, this is not my style. But slowly, as you keep growing, you know, it, it, you see less and less of that kind of stuff. I've not gotten a call to design anything to do with graphic design in, I don't know, eight to ten years now I think wow yeah it's been a while <laughs> so that's good right <laughs> but, yeah that's good but I've instead of but instead of like like even now and I, I've always been freelancing even when I've kind of I, I work part-time in an ad agency as a as um, an art um, director art person I don't yeah. know what's below an art director art guy I guess <laughs> and um uh, Below um, an architect is a graphic designer. <laughs> yes, yes. But that, it used to frustrate me because, I don't know, I was in like at least eight years in the illustrating. Yeah. And it was the first time I had to go to Getty Images and like find an image. And it just frustrated the crap out of me because most of the time, these well, most of the time wasted with these ad guys is just looking for the right image. Yeah. When you're an illustrator, I was like, and I would tell my like client servicing guys and my art, the art guys and the copywriters, I'd be like, just give me five minutes, I'll draw the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like, no, we have to have like a realistic photo of the thing. With the, yeah, and, uh, that just frustrated me. Just sitting and searching for images yeah. is like the most boring part of the job, I think. And <laughs> and so instead of um, just freelancing, I found like there was, I, I mean, there's this huge thing that I don't know, I don't, I forget the time. Um, basically, somewhere in 2006 or 2005, um, uh, they stopped, they took down hoardings in Chennai. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember. Big billboards. That. Yeah. Yeah. So when they took out billboards, it was not a huge blow to the ad in industry, but it was huge, like one part of the media that was just stopped. Yeah. And uh, not like I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking about like oh the ad industry in Chennai suffered after that or whatever. It, it just changed. Sure. So the fact that the industry changed meant um, print was not the biggest thing anymore like 
um print was just on in magazines and newspapers now so okay uh, it it changed its like the it there was it was a, it was a diff, it was a huge difference so um it which it affects it affects everybody's kind of work so um just like that certain times the industry changes like um advertising in chennai started to kind of um uh, become a lot of creative people moved into different other, other cities that's that's the sad part about um being in a working in an in advertising one thing is that you really want to work in a creative place yeah and that depends on a lot of things like where the where the good clients are where the good agencies are where the agencies are winning awards so for your career you want to move to a different place sure so a lot of people moved out to chennai <laughs> it was just i mean i think at least i don't know 60% of the people i knew they just kind of moved to like uh, bangalore or mumbai or delhi or something where the ad scene was much better for the career i mean it's not like they were like um you know turning their back on their culture or whatever but yeah they they moved they moved there so it affected the creativity of the city and so advertising was not really like a the like the best place to be in in an agency because the clients itself were kind of not as you know they weren't demanding much creative work if they if they became if if it was a company that grew into which they needed that kind of attention they'd go to a bigger agency and the bigger agency would be in a different city right so they wouldn't have to they could be a client from my side of town but they you know go to a different city just to to do the advertising and come back because they want that's that i mean it's they demand the the best right so so what happened was basically the ad ad scene was declining um at that time uh the avenue opened up for me to do children's books uh so i took it you know um so you the it's it's not i maybe have always been freelancing but um what i did changed like i i was drawing for print media then right. i started drawing for um books yeah. and you know online like um webisodes of, for kids and then uh there was a certain point where um i was drawing for like an an app that had kids stories and so the this, the format is completely different yeah the way they ask for the illustrations is so different but i mean it's still you know i'm drawing my style so it it is the same it's the same but it's like scene is different like right now i'm i'm working on a mobile game two for two reasons one was i mean it's interesting it, and i i had the freedom to you know do the art style that i want and everything the that the other thing is it 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 is kind of a a nice avenue when you realize that hey my illustrations can do more than just be nice things to hang in somebody's house yeah or 
hey, my illustrations could be, you know, animated. Hey, my. So when you start moving into those, when you start kind of like ex- experimenting your style with different types of media and stuff, you realize, hey, there's there's so many other ideas. Mm. And just for the sake of um, pure desperation, sometimes you just kind of have to change to the, you know, trend what's trending. Right. So making a mobile game and the idea, the great thing about mobile games is, is it's a, another level of storytelling, sure. which I just, I was just interested in, like, you know, to create a level is like to create a story where it has every possibility. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's so it was kind of interesting. So I I started okay, let's do that. And then while I was doing the game, suddenly the um, the uh, um, the business of um, painting like uh, art installations and wall art suddenly became huge. Okay. And so there was a bunch of graffiti. Now graffiti is a thing now in India. Like it's people are demanding like you can't just have a coffee shop anymore. You need a coffee shop with like art on the walls. Like it needs to be. It has to have loud. You know, it needs it needs to be unique. So that's it's become like a demand now. So that's another thing. You you're still freelance illustrating. You're just illustrating now for it for something that could be printed on a on a large scale or someone else would paint on a wall so it's it's interesting now because now the the work that i do uh is only like i'm I'm a digital illustrator and we know some people who are who can replicate anything on a wall and so we we collab together where i give him the art and that guy does the painting Mm. and so it's it's huge now so i've i rarely like rarely get calls from ad agencies now. It's just it's I'm still freelancing. Yeah. But it's so it's so strange. It's you never know. Um and it's it's good to keep yourself out there so that people, you know, you never know like the whole like um you you the thing you did for Nike or was it Nike or Puma, I forget. Yeah, both Nike both, and yeah, Puma. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, who would think that, like, a sports brand needs illustrations, but then suddenly, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, like, what I'm hearing from you is, like, to be open to try different mediums within, um, still using your style, but you're just varying the mediums. And you're still telling yeah. a story, just how you're telling the story is different, you know? Yeah. With a yeah. game versus telling it in a comic versus telling it on a web e-learning system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 once you realize that your wheelhouse is, like, to be, like, art is a skill. Like, drawing is a skill. Yeah. Creativity is not just drawing so if you realize that you're creative and you draw that means you're you can like you can figure out how you create Mm. and then that becomes like your core it's not just the drawing yeah or it's not just here i drew black and white illustrations but it's not 
just that it's you know i feel like once you realize that that's your um your wheelhouse is not just like a skill or a bunch of skills you can adapt to different things you can take that and uh, apply it to a different like a different situation or a different medium yeah so yeah so it's interesting because i started writing um it's like barely like i this is like a guy who's read like <laughs> 30 books in his life has just decided to like write an epic but <laughs> but it's it's interesting cuz um it just it just feels fresh to create in something a different form mm. you know yeah uh, yeah you need that kind of excitement every now and then to, yeah maybe you maybe eventually i'll adopt it into the way i draw or you know yeah so like you know. you exploring different avenues of creativity then feed ba- feeds back into your own way of doing work as an yeah. illustrator like your yeah. experimentation in writing then like inspires you to approach your illustration in a, a in a fresh with fresh yeah. perspective maybe yeah i mean like i'm definitely going to do illustrations while I, with the stuff i'm writing with yeah but it's going to so i'm going to definitely put my style into it and then it's going to change because the story requires like a perspective you know yeah a certain perspective of how the drawing should be and so that that's the kind of exciting thing mm. that excites me it's, yeah that's cool that's cool <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing? Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> now with the so like with the business like did you set yourself up as a business or how have have you changed like you know you explained before you just work at the ad agencies so how have you changed your system of doing business now how do you promote yourself how do you uh, or is it just that like clients just come to you you obviously must do some kind of self promo <laughs> stuff right yeah. I know this sounds strange but Instagram was really like a new thing for me so when I was walking around in like you the things that you do now that those those art um those you know you have stalls and different artists art market, like this yeah. yeah 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 they they do that here in a, a much smaller scale it, it's a so when i walked into one and there were a bunch of young kids showing some you know um really good work when they were like printing like this is a postcard this is like a bookmark but they would they printed original art of, that they did and i just realized and they, everyone asked me so what's your instagram account <laughs> <laughs> and i was like uh i have a behance and devious i could send you a link and it's like no <laughs> So then I realized okay I have to get on Instagram I have to check what this thing is found out I'm like a needle in a haystack <laughs> <laughs> then realized okay you know there's so many things Instagram is such a useful and untamed beast it's like uh and you have to kind of like do so much to so much to your you have to do a lot of research to you know get it 
get it to work for you <laughs> it, yeah yeah it's it's i mean it's like constantly like wondering like you know is this post uh is is it, like i found out one of the huge biggest things is that the time you post something just so that you know like if you really if you if you register yourself a, as a business on instagram it'll give you insights on you know when your followers are online the most and you realize okay if i post at that time i'm more likely to uh, your post is supposed like the new algorithm in instagram is that you post like an avalanche it's like if it starts out small and people start liking it and sharing it and commenting it becomes a bigger ball and it keeps going and going and going but if like it's if you post it and you get like one like and no, nothing else instagram will just kind of push you to the side yeah. so yeah so now it's like a thing like i find you know i wait for like now because i'm doing it daily now i actually like sit sometimes and wait okay 7:30 in the morning 3:30 in the afternoon or like you know nine um, o'clock in the night so those are like my three time zones for instagram now so i and i aim for those that's like my deadline <laughs> well so funny you mentioned that because i recently just got an app called yeah. when to post and it tells you oh. like each day actually it slightly varies it might be like yeah 7:15 yesterday but today it was 7:30 and but is it like how is it like is it like geographically assigned like in your area or in your it takes your account? it takes your analytics from Instagram and then just okay. narrows it down for you based on on how, your the system that has been based on basically all the a- analytics of what has been happening so far on your account and wow. so yeah. it gives right. you even more specific <laughs> timings what's it called again it's just called when to post when to post i'm i'm definitely checking that out yeah it's yeah and the second I thing i i learned was um the first r you post something is yeah. the most important r like in youtube it's the first 24 hours but like in um instagram. in instagram is the first r and you have to get maximum engagement in that first r to um then start like getting that avalanche rolling basically and so now what i've started to doing started to do or what i've learned is you have to create art or create a post that asks people to engage so like um day before yesterday i created a post with like four illustrations of portraits that i drew and i asked people to pick their favorite girl yeah, yeah. yeah and that's like the largest engagement i've got and is like over over 32 comment 35 comments uh, mm-hmm. and it's built engagement you know it's slowly building that community um and responding and you know going in and encouraging other artists as well and responding yeah. Uh, so there's one of the things that I did um the three things that I've learned from Instagram if I, if I'm not huge on Instagram so I can't really 
I don't have like a like a right to say something big like this. But there are three things I did learn. One is that hashtags will get you a lot of likes. Yeah. Hashtags will not get you a lot of um, like a good base of followers. Yeah. Hashtags will like if you put hashtag Instagood hashtag uh, music yeah. on any post you want. You get likes from random people that, and you look at them like this. Probably like a bot following, just doing it just because it says hashtag music. Yeah. It would. So it, there was a point where I was like, like I do a lot of hashtags still because I'm still trying to figure it out. But uh, like you could put any hashtag that's popular. Like you could just Google it now. Like Google hashtags of 2019, and it'll just tell you. These are the most popular hashtags, but it will get you kind of like a. People won't be interested in your art. People will be just interested in the fact that this is something that I like because of the hashtag. Right. Which is, yeah. So I've kind of started taking out a lot of it. I've started taking out a lot of the uh, things that really don't. I really don't want to. I don't want to be vague anymore. I want to actually be kind of like very specific like um or like this is new so the chances that there are only 20 people following that hashtag but those 20 people will are, are really following the hashtag because they're really into it yeah <laughs> you know so they will like it the second thing was i kind of decided that my instagram is not going to be a place where i put just my art so I, what i mean is I am putting, I am posting, I am posting stuff every day, but the because I decided I'm doing this thing based on the city I live in, and based on uh, the people in the city, and it's just like a quirky stories of different people in the city. It has become more that um, my style is not as important as my um, as my content. So, right, like, right. Currently, I'm I'm doing this. For, I mean, for those people who are listening, I'm doing. A, I did. A, I challenged myself that I would do 365 days of. Uh, meanwhile, it's called meanwhile. Uh, meanwhile, somewhere in Chennai, which is basically like, I'll take an instant of somebody or some character in my city, like a bus driver, or. A, um, a policeman or something and i'll just write like a very a unique moment that is both kind of interesting or fascinating to like a little story about the person like you know like i remember um one of the ones which i did was because i was sitting in a bus and i was looking at the the bus conductor in india they have guys who who sell tickets for every stop so and I was just looking at him kind of like they have a way of like folding the ticket, folding the money and putting it in their wrists. Like, and then he sits and counts all the tickets he has and he keeps it all set so that, and I realized, you know, so, and it, it just kind of, they're, they're not really like people take them for granted. And it just kind of, to, just, I just, I, there's one of my strips is just, meanwhile, I forgot, his, I, I put an Indian name and Meanwhile, this guy is preparing for a uh, for a busy shift, and it just shows like a 
bus conductor kind of like preparing himself like what i saw that at that time and it just kind of it was fascinating for me because one uh, these guys actually are imagine if you go to an office right your office is a little room that's filled with people and you can't walk around <laughs> that's what a bus conductor's life is <laughs> his office is this busy stuffed packed to the rim like bus where he has to like squeeze through people to and sell tickets that's his job hmm. and people don't kind of see that people kind of see it as a ah this is like a really like a low paying <clears throat> like a basic the degree you didn't go to college kind of job yeah but these guys do a lot of math it's it's interesting like these guys always know exactly how much price the ticket is yeah. whatever you stuff yeah. it fascinates me that these guys are really good at math but you know nobody sees that so i kind of kind of think that that's an interesting story to tell so i just put like a one strip and i draw a character and i come up with a name i draw a scenario and i just write meanwhile somewhere in chennai this this is happening mm. so <clears throat> and so what happened was because i was focusing on my city or i'm focusing on an indian city yeah i have decided like i my fate is that the followers i will have are indians who relate to the story that's it it wouldn't even have to be artists it wouldn't even have to be people interested in the art yeah i took that chance every now and then i'll post like a an art that i like that i i did that i'm i'm proud of but i took that chance because i decided that i want my uh, followers to be um uh, you know closer to my community than just like some people some artists from far away who i who kind of appreciate my art yeah so it 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 took a it was a drastic change from people who were saying hey this looks good hey this is a nice style here i like your i like the colors you used or whatever to yeah. comments like hey this happened to me yesterday uh-huh. <laughs> or yeah like hey so the the shares that i like now i get a lot of followers because people relate to my content mm. and they and they put it on their story yeah so like how you know how how you for you it's like when someone buys uh, receives your one of your um you know stickers or something in the mail and they pull it out and says just receive this yeah. that that share that share kind of is it is promotes your work yeah but this one is different cuz it's like i'm promoting like just a, a, a um a theme hmm. you know not and and i i get kicks out of it because one i'm telling a story the other one is that i love the art that i've it's it's purely like i decided that it's going to be black and white and i'm only going to use these set of brushes in in photoshop mm. and i'm only going to draw cuz i need it i need it to be quick work i don't want to spend so much time thinking of the colors every day yeah. or like it has to it has to be quick and i'm i'm getting better at it i mm. still feel like i can do faster but the fact is that it's more interesting now because i'm i'm kind of uh it's it's minimal use of um you know uh minimal tools but like to, so i get to capture it differently mm. or i i my so it it helps it's a, it my so my style evolved to those tools you know because yeah. i wanted to make quick yeah and um 
and it's just so it's i mean it's interesting like i i i wake up one night and i'll get like um 16 likes from one person because that person lives in chennai and mm. all of these stuff relate to him yeah you know more than like 16 likes from different people who liked one drawing yeah so so yeah that that's a huge it's a huge shift for me i mean mm. uh, i'm not promoting my art as a style anymore and i've actually got a call saying hey we like your artwork in this and we want to brief you on a we want to we have a job where you we want this exact style mm. but but it i mean when i started this on instagram when i to promote myself as an artist i just decided the message i'm doing is going to be my promotion and uh the fact that my message is relatable will make it popular and in turn people will start to look at my art mm interesting yeah yeah and it's yeah. It's, it's a different perspective on yeah. how to approach it because it's no longer about you it's more about what you're providing you know uh, it's more about the story than anything else and yeah. and like switching again, the like focus said, from uh, this is art that i've done to yeah. um this is an interesting observation i made today in yeah. chennai you know or in and, the city yeah so currently i'm i'm i mean i'm 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 behind <laughs> it it's not easy cuz i'm freelancing and i'm doing my own um so this uh, this daily thing and what weekends means if you're not if you're not sitting at your desk on sunday that even means on on friday you have to at least come up with all the artwork for the weekend <laughs> so it's a lot of work yeah um but this month i decided i'll do 30 days of um just the animals because yeah. i know somebody who's a naturalist in chennai yeah and he knows all about the you know this bird is this bird is you know uh are, you know, going extinct this is like a rare thing uh this the climate is changing so these animals are not showing up he yeah. he always talked about these things to me and i said hey just give me a list of 30 animals that are in chennai and i just interesting cuz yeah. so and i i'll just and so now the weirdest thing is i'm getting like likes and shares from naturalists in india <laughs> cool. not just people from chennai like yeah. like i'm the past few followers i've gotten are purely like bird photographers yeah. because i drew an owl a rare owl that and and i and i did a little research it's a, it's actually stretching myself a bit a bit more yeah but do the research and say that okay the the reason why this animal is rare in chennai is because there are like i found out this is i'm i'm going on a little tangent here but there's this thing called a short-eared owl yeah. which is a rare sighting in chennai okay. it's a rare sighting in chennai because there are too many crows mm. <laughs> <laughs> or like that was that was one of the one of the reasons why it's it's hard to find because yeah. it it doesn't like crows kind of chase it and stuff and it doesn't like landing here yeah. so i just drew that yeah. i drew like a a bird flying over uh you know the owl and says meanwhile somewhere in chennai a short-eared owl can't find a place to perch because there are crows everywhere yeah. and it, it uh, i don't know i mean naturalists get it they yeah. and the fact the fact is interesting yeah and 
so it's kind of cool. I, I mean, I, I'm learning so much about my city. I'm actually really excited when I will run out of ideas. Mm. I have to go out and find ideas. Mm. Like I would actually like this. I run out of ideas. I have to challenge myself to like take a train or go to like a go to like a um, a place that I I wouldn't dare like walk into when I was before. Like this is places too crowded. Oh, it's a but I have to go and sit because I I want to go and see people now. You mm. know, yeah. So I'm really excited when I run out of stories because <laughs> I have to go find it now. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Cool. That's a very yeah. interesting approach in general to promotion yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't really come out of... I don't know, one day I just decided, look, I have this idea in my head. Yeah. I have Instagram. <sighs> I have hands and like an hour a day. Mm. Just do it. And I didn't real. I didn't aim for it to be, oh, this is going to be something that only you know, people from Chennai will, like, I aimed it to be just like, this is something that I want to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And just evolved this other thing, you know. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, and while it's evolving, like, I'm I'm kind of interested. April is the, that, that letter a day thing yeah. challenge. 30 days of lettering, or what is it called? I don't remember. 30 days of letters or 30 days of alphabets or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to, like, do both. <laughs> <laughs> Make each animal into an alphabet. Something in Chennai, you know, into an alphabet. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's, that's asking for too much. But then, you know, it, it, it it's also nice because... Every month, I'm kind of, if I could come up with a theme, it'd be nice. Mm. I actually miss drawing people. I've I've only been drawing animals for the past <laughs> 18, 20 days, yeah. and I was like, it. One is it's it's a it's an interesting thing because you're you're drawing. I mean, I I like drawing people, but animals are like only if I really really have to draw the animal. <laughs> now I I'm like drawing like lizards and snakes, and I was like, how. Oh. A snake is like the most boring thing to draw, <laughs> unless you like have to get into e- details with scales and stuff. Yeah. I was like, okay, Google images, find an oh, that's an interesting thing. I've never really tried. I've never really seen a snake in that kind of pose, you know, pose and stuff. And I get into it, so it's nice. It's it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, what I was saying was, so as far as your business, how how is it set up right now? Like, you've got a side project, which is your Instagram project, which is kind of working towards marketing yourself, yeah. your work to a degree. Um, yeah. There's obviously a larger picture and story that's going on there. Um, yeah. What else are you doing to kind of bring in clientele uh, and you know, as an illustrator, mm. that's that's a bit of a a different challenge. Uh, the reason, the interesting thing about meeting, um, it's been a while since I've I've really done like like I 
I've only printed one business card my entire my entire career. I think I've printed like 80 of them and then 40 of them went to like friends and family, which is useless. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I mean, it, it, I, I love the fact that they keep it and they, they keep it safe and like, hey, they brought it out after like 10 years and I said, do you remember this? I was like, but that's really like the worst thing to do to give all your friends and family your, your marketing. <laughs> Uh, but the other, uh, I re- most of it has just been like praying for a job to happen, um, having the faith that you know what the thing you've decided is your calling or your reason why God put you on earth. Right. Um, the other thing is just that it's it's really networking is a networking is such a cold word. Yeah. Because it just basically means you're just talking to someone just so you can get work out of that person. Sure. But if you genuinely, really, really enjoy um, being around creative people, mm. it 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 gets you to it gets you places. I I think it it. So I mean, I've gotten work through. I've most of. I th- I would say that eighty percent of my work is from creative people. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it most of that it's, yeah, because creative people like working with creative people. And when they find out that, you know, some they're excited to meet someone with a different style and talk about work and say, hey, we should collab or, hey, we should, you know, I'm in doing this project and, hey, a little bit of your style would work on this, on this part of the project. It just, you know, that's what I've been doing mostly now. I've yeah. mainly, I've, I'm thinking about like this. Obviously, this if I want, if I finish 365, if I live through this, I've only got, I've got to 80. <laughs> that's it, just 80, and I feel like 100 years old. But <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll, if I get to 365 days of drawing all of the stuff, I have like a body of work that can be published. Or that can be sold as like a calendar, hmm. or you know, I have that body of work, and I'm thinking about like, okay, if I do stickers with that, like I'm getting into the whole Instagram thing where you can sell stickers, you can sell. Uh, I'm thinking about it. I've not really, I've really got into it yet, but I, I've, I've, I print like every, now I'm doing like um, every two months I'll come up with a zine. And the zine could be pushed to, you know, if I send it to another artist, that artist can feature it in their story. It would be a great way to, you know, promote my Instagram account. Right. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 a different it's a different animal now. It's you never know if Instagram is the way to get clients or the way to get like popular. Mm. But um, it is now like the most uh, popular avenue for everyone to be seeing. So as long as you're, I've not done my promotion on Instagram. I'm not paid Instagram yet for like an ad yet. I'm thinking about it Mm. um, definitely because now I have enough work to promote. Yeah. But um, 
it is definitely a, um, because it's a common space. You are definitely going to get some client looking at your work. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is is really just uh, Behance has got me some work as well. But mm. the other thing is just really word of mouth. Um, yeah. You do your job, you do it good. Um, you leave them with, like I've done, you know, I've given, I've given it my all. That person will recommend you. Yeah, it's, it's just, I mean, it's just the way the business works, yeah. and it is kind of um, really. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm. <laughs> my uh, I'm the best I do my best every time so I have screwed up a lot but it does help um, to make friends while you're doing your work mm. you know um, there's in India it's not really like a unless you have like a online presence there's not really like a way to promote yourself in other ways yeah you yeah. can so it's really interesting because like in now the most easiest thing for you to do is promote yourself with other artists it doesn't get you work but it's the most easiest thing to do right now because like you know um but uh, the other artists they're also working so yeah it's, so it's it's a good thing to kind of like just um you know be be in the people, you know, be in a, um, <coughs> sorry, um, the vicinity of, be in the vicinity of, you know, people who are uh, in the business who are, you know, doing different things. Mm. No, I, it's interesting uh, you bring this up about like uh, getting most of your work from creative people because like this is, is almost a theme that has turned up in like every interview I've done. Uh, the importance of building a community of creative people who can then encourage you, who could then, uh, you know, like mentor you, who can yeah. um, also then source work to you based on, you know, uh, what you're good at because you're yeah what you're good at because you're uniquely you and your creativity yeah. is quite specific to your yeah. experience and your uh output will i i have so far i've never met a single creative whose art is exactly like somebody else there's always like even if somebody were to copy somebody else's art there would still be a variation based on solely on how they look at the art because it's seeing the art from a second perspective as soon as you're the outside party you know and so even if someone spent all their time duplicating somebody else's art there'd be variations in it uh yeah. that could not be replicated you know which yeah uh, is interesting you know and so, like, uh, what I'm getting from this, like, even with your whole promoting yourself, uh, like I said in my book, uh, you know, your community of people will promote you better than any meme. Um, yeah. 
you know, and that's the reality of it. Oh, it's true, yeah. Um, and the, the really interesting thing about, um, like, like when I said, like, I moved into digital illustration because one, I was, I was interested in it. I really like the output as being like you can print like a hoarding, mm. or you can print like a billboard with what you draw on a computer. It's, 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 it. But nowadays, people want the billboard painted with with a guy who can who can paint, you know, who can actually paint. But it's it's just interesting that um, you don't really have to uh, bend yourself too much to uh, get your artwork out there. Mm. So um, so that that's why I feel like now it's it's so now there's this there are things where like people do live paintings at mm. at musical events yeah yeah which is the the most like for a guy who started out saying okay the only way to draw illustrations is to go into storybooks with kid for kids or for comic books or for advertising mm. now it's like hey someone's just calling you to paint in front of people <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that's like a and it might be just like a trend it might be like a phase it might be like just um, you know, uh, people who don't really get it, but are, in, are just fascinated by it mm. and they pay people to do it. But it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a way to make money, man. And, and it's a way to get your artwork out there and to interact with people. So I've seen, I just find it really fascinating that that is now, a, that is like now a way to make money. <laughs> not yeah, like, yeah. not like, not like I'm, oh, uh, I'm interested in the money part. I'm just interested in the, like that. That's a job. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so like uh, it's it's interesting because like now I don't know how a school can prepare you for what you're gonna do <laughs> because I don't yeah. think I've used like other than maybe English and maths. I haven't really used anything I learned in school. <laughs> And art, of course, but you know, like I, I, I don't know if the education system is doing enough to prepare people for like once they get out, you know, because they'll get out and then it'll be like, now what I do, you know, you could just turn balancing rocks into a job. Yeah, that's yeah. just or, mind-boggling or but like there's a guy who does that that's his job like he balances rocks no i mean the the funny thing is that you know because events is huge now. <coughs> everybody wants like uh and a way to you know draw a crowd mm. so if you're promoting a hotel and you have a guy who says you know, we have a, a a natural pool, and this is guy gonna come and balance rocks, and it's that popular guy from YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who the, does balancing rocks? Yeah, everyone will come. I mean, yeah. it's so you know, the the sad part is though that before it was called 15 minutes of fame, right? There was this yeah. term, like this is my 15 minutes of fame, where I'll get in a newspaper or something like that. Yeah. Now it's like a, a like. 15 minutes of trending, you know, it's just like, this is, 
this is like if everybody shares something that's interesting now mm-hmm. you're popular for that moment it does not like you could learn i mean i'm not saying that um what you learn in school is 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 never going to you know um it 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 will it'll definitely open your eyes to all the things that are jobs that are out there mm. but um the whole thing about everybody trying to be rich on instagram or rich on youtube or get rich by like i'm i'm still trying to understand the idea of a person being a brand i'm still trying to i'm still trying to wrap my head around that as in a this brand ambassador or like the person's popularity is the brand yeah no oh, the, no the the way to look at yourself on instagram now is to be a brand <laughs> you are the brand it is you that people come for right so you are you have to put yourself out there mm. you know you could be popular on instagram by just aiming to be popular on instagram <laughs> right it's not like like at one point it was like artists were trying to post their work and they were sharing it with other artists or other people or photogra- photographers were like here's a place where i can put my photographs and people will appreciate it and it's free now it is i will do i will drink this entire bottle of ketchup in 3 minutes and that's a that's the way to get popular <laughs> you know <laughs> so it, so the my problem like my, my thing is it's not and this is just a personal opinion but it's it's not it's a it's a the it's a very attractive um place to be hmm. at a very handful of i actually think that like um there are people who are really popular and they've all confessed that they've all burnt out from it yeah. because to to stay on top means you have to keep at it every day every moment mm. you're making a youtube video every day oh, that means man. you're shooting you're shooting some part of the day and you're editing the other half of the day it's like a lot of i mean you're giving yourself for it yeah and some people are good at it some people have luckily become popular or some people are really deserve to be popular and some people have just been doing it every day and are not getting anything mm. and it's the not getting anything that you have to prepare yourself for mm. yeah it's the am i doing this to get popular or am i doing this because i like doing it and i don't care which basically means i'm doing this and i'm I may not get money out of it. That's 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 the scariest place to be. Yeah. But the most the most promising place to be is I could do anything and someone would pay me for it. <laughs> that's the most promising place to be. Yeah. But it's it, I don't know, man. People are going to get like if you start like I know it's 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 a, it's against what I'm doing, but if you start your work as an engineer and you end your life as an engineer, you've done you may have been stuck in the same job but you've got the same job you had some you had something yeah no matter what you you'd be an engineer but if you start your life as a, a youtuber unless there's no guarantee that youtube is going to be there for like 50 years mm. <laughs> yeah. and there's definitely no guarantee that you will be popular for 50 years 
there's like mm. unless you're like the most charismatic person on the planet mm. that you follow for 50 years the the generation is changing the crowd is changing the the websites are changing everything is changing like your relevance changes like that yeah when instagram started stories yeah. stories became like important part of your life <laughs> <laughs> like you know it wasn't just like hey let's try something fun no mm. became like oh like you have to do stories now to promote yourself you have to hashtag story you have to go to location you have to go to different place you have to go to a club and jump around and say that you're popular only then people will be interested in your life so <laughs> that's a huge pressure but it's it's a huge pressure to be you know and it's it's kind of it's kind it's not a it's not a good thing to teach Definitely, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I, I was recently, like, I was thinking about this, you know, like, are artists now changing what they make to beat the algorithm, you know, and how that is definitely going to lead to burnout because you're no longer creating just because you enjoy creating, you're creating for a machine that doesn't give a shit you know <laughs> it's, it's it's a machine that and the machine has, is like yeah based on algorithm that um, is sometimes unfair yeah yeah like there's this huge thing right like there was this time where in a, in like a three a span of three months okay i was late to understanding what youtube was but when i found out that you know people were making so much money out of youtube mm I found out I found that out then I found out all the popular people were making for some reason if you play video games on YouTube your def- your chances of being popular are much better than if you do life coaching okay. but um uh people are making money out of it and then you realize then I then I decided hey maybe I should just at least look at what's going on mm. a month later YouTube changed its algorithm and now it's like if you don't post if you don't get across a certain number of viewers for every video you are not going to get your money it's like so all the youtube personalities had to kind of um rethink how they post videos to make this term to ensure that they still have a career wow <laughs> it's so it was so it just that was just the 3 months maybe it was a I just happened to be in the 3 months where YouTube changed everything but mm. I so and I just decided okay this is and I I remember like Casey Neistat just going up and saying look I've just decided that I'm posting videos that I like and not posting videos every day just cuz I have to post videos so mm. I can make money out of this yeah, you know yeah yeah and I was like yeah it makes sense yeah. you know yeah. just imagine like every day a lot of people will find it exciting and that's good for you but i can't like even this drawing this thing every day mm. yeah it's a it's a challenge man it's 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 a um it there is burnout yeah there is is and it's it hits you hard and it you know affects your you know there was a point where i was getting 575 people visiting my Uh, a profile in a week to mm. um if i back out of the game for a, 
like three days if I'm sick, if I'm out, I'll get 70 people visiting my mm. Instagram in a week. It's, 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 you know, it's a monster you have to keep feeding. <laughs> yeah. 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 So but yeah, I, I'm really worried that uh, if you, if I don't want, I really, I like Instagram and I love the interaction. I love the people. I love the exposure, hmm. but I'm really worried that if I invest everything and say that that is the way I'm going to make money or that's the way I'm going to only promote myself. Yeah. Uh, it, I'm worried that, you know, it will become this thing that I've just signed up for <laughs> and I've got, there's no turning back, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I, I know for myself, personally, it's, like, I, I'm going to be drawing regardless of Instagram or whatever, and by challenge, challenging myself to try and draw something every day is only something that helps me improve my skills, or, like, like right now I've been experimenting with uh, a lot of hand-done print media you yeah. know i've been yeah. uh doing some lino cut uh yesterday i was in the studio screen printing which was uh, amazing oh. fun i haven't i haven't done any since i was actually in chennai with sean <laughs> uh but oh. yeah so like i just did my first edition two two color screen print and it was yeah. so much fun uh you screen printed at home or you screen no so like uh, i've been kind of semi apprenticing at the studio i don't get paid or anything like that Mm. it is just uh, it's it's a barter for like i work for them and then i get free time to use this studio for free kind of thing all that yeah so So there's your that's the same thing right like you're you're looking at hey my art can be screen printed which is a Amazing way to, amazing. Uh, I mean, it comes out really well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially your artwork where it's like bold colors and different layers. Yeah. So it's but it's it's your art, and you've just dis- taken your same style and you've applied it to screen printing. Yeah. Yeah. You know it, that's 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 awesome, man. Yeah. I love to see it. I I I do, I do remember seeing the. The, you you done uh, sketches of like like a portrait with like one color in the background. Is yeah. that is that what the one you're talking about? Like no, that that those are hand drawn. Um, yeah. But I'm considering of turning that into a screen now. Uh, it'll be interesting to uh, mess around with you know uh, using inks is a bit like using paint, but like because of the uh, there's a level of opaque uh, opaqueness in the paint so when colors overlap they kind of form a new hue so yeah. like oh. if you were to overlap say like a, a light pink with the yellow it might create this ochre in between oh. and uh, or like if a yellow and a blue overlap then you might get like a little hue of green yeah, yeah. so It'll be interesting to uh, just push the boundaries with that. Um, like my next challenge is now trying three or four colors. Uh, you know, like two colors in itself, you're trying to 
align the the layers so that they're yeah. exact. Now, like three or four is like a real challenge, <laughs> but that's part it's of the like fun. A lot of complication for me. <laughs> Sorry. Just making just making the screen seems like a lot of work. It's actually not that like if the equipment is there, it's not it's not hard. You just put the you put the emulsion onto the in onto the screen, and then yeah. there's this um this light box thing. So basically, how it works is the light passes through the emulsion. It's kind of like uh, um like the okay. same system as photography, but the yeah. light passes through the emulsion and you block off the area. Uh, yeah, with yeah, uh, like basically with your illustration, so it's like a pure black yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. thing, and so you block okay. off it's that not, area. It's not and, a roller. It's sorry, not a roller with a big sheet and and that kind of. Oh, that that's that more of. for lino. Um, the roller oh, okay. would be more for lino and woodcuts. That one is okay. um, yeah. I I don't I don't know anywhere. I haven't found a place to do that yet. Um, oh. And I don't think my wood carrier, like my linos, are big enough for that. <laughs> Mine are there's just like A4 size. Oh, there's this interesting artist, this British guy I saw from. Oh, there's this British, the BBC series called "What Artists Do All Day," <laughs> and he's this guy who does just landscapes, and he's really into like water and ice and mountain. Yeah, he. Uh, he has the most insane process to come out with a picture, mm. but when the picture comes out, he 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 beats the he beats the pattern out of on a metal sheet or something like that. Is it etching? Then, yeah, he etches it, and then okay. he kind of, but he kind of looks through every sheet, and he kind of like looks through little every little line and and makes sure that it's perfect. Yeah, and he and he just. And he, I think he does like one print <laughs> out of that. It just looks, it looks so good. I, I'll try and find the the guy and I'll send it to you. Yeah, I, I'm interested in that kind of work. But oh, cool. Yeah, I don't know how my style would apply to it. But <laughs> no, that that's part of the uh, the Learning. the outlook. You know, like when you approach a new medium, your yeah. ch- style changes a little bit to kind of uh, accommodate the kind of um, the restrictions of the medium, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's part of what makes it interesting. Mm. Yeah. I'm excited to see it, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just to kind of, like, close things down, I was wondering, like, if you could... Give a, like if there's somebody out there who who's considering starting their life as a freelancer a freelance illustrator Don't do it. Uh, Don't do it. <laughs> what what <laughs> advice would you give them what what kind of um, what should they take into consideration before they they get into this uh, line of work um there's a, it's a, it was a really popular term in the 80s, 90s, and for some reason it just became like, like a a, a comical character to say struggling artist. Mm. But be prepared, <laughs> just be prepared, because um, 
there is a point where you have to fight for being relevant mm and so that fight requires insane amount of sacrificing everything and just drawing every day or just doing it every day and just to just to make sure that your work will get noticed it requires that amount of time mm. the that one. the second thing is look i've there are two ways to look at it um a lot of people will say you know don't um don't sell yourself short or don't uh uh you know unless the client is really client will ask you anything so you know screw them or whatever but you know there is always a a mid ground <laughs> if you can market yourself well enough you can get any job or you can convince a client for that mid ground where your style and his idea or his thing works together and if don't just walk away from there are definitely going to be times where that you're going to burn yourself get your fingers burnt from you know jobs like where you you thought you were doing something and then the client says no i want something else hmm. and takes you forever to just at one point you're just like okay i just want to make the client happy and get my money and walk out yeah. that that's going to happen <laughs> but there are times where if you and the client if you find like a way to um tell that client that hey um i don't want to just walk away from this just to think of it like i don't want to walk away from this job until i've like explored all opportunities or at least push the client to be a little bit on my side of the creative you know on my creative side yeah if i could first convince him cuz i have been points where i've gone to a job where i sat down and the guy doesn't he is a little mildly interested in 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 illustration yeah and i had to kind of say what would work is this because this works there and it would be really beneficial for you um you want to take a look at what how this style works in you know i don't know i mean i'm i'm talking in vague terms here but i think so I understanding like a level of strategy um in in specific to illustration and like the market and yeah. where it would best be applied yeah Yeah exactly just learn how to sell yourself in everything in in online presence learn how to sell yourself when you talk um not just because you want to make money out of people but just because you know so that people get your perspective and your perspective um if that person is interested in your perspective that's that's more than enough you know yeah uh, yeah yeah that's yeah that that's got me thank you planning work. Yeah. <laughs> Just to go and like to say that okay, I like what I like your ideas and I think I can do this with it. Yeah. Instead of saying I like your ideas but this is not I don't do this completely. I there are times where I know that this is not what I do. There's no way I can do it and I recommend somebody else. Yeah. There are times but walk in and go I don't really do this. But there is this other there is this you know yeah, avenue where I could try and get it done. I feel like you know people 
nobody really says that mm. and I, I it's, a, it's something you can explore you know yeah yeah, yeah for sure all right. all right thank you so much for yeah. your time and for giving us your insight in into your journey 